has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Lucha Congratulations. You played yourself. That is a disgusting act. Mario. Welcome I back. Find, I couldn't find the hole. I couldn't find the, the little knob that goes down. So I had to look over like, okay, yeah. Hey, I'm Already screwing Mario. up in your back. <laughs> I am the heel that seals the deal, the villain that stays chilling, the anti-hero, the IWC, your boy, Mr. Rated R, and our third man on the broadcast team. He is the analysis of the L-O-C. When it comes to Twitter, he is a straight shooter with the guns, finger guns. And when it comes to wrestling, he has a radar. Our double from the mean streets of Long Island. Yeah. What's going on? I love Leo's pew, 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 pew. That's good. It's, it's, like, it's like WWE adding in sound effects. You know what? I could have just used this. Yeah. There you go. Let me, let me do the Carl Anderson. There go. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's try that again. Good. Oh, uh, that just actually just make sure, works. Just make sure you don't call your wife, you know, accidentally at three o'clock in the morning, and she hears some commotion in the back. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Poor. Um, you know what? Since you started, hold on, wait. Since you started with that, we might as well just give him one of these right off the back. Congratulations, you played yourself. Well, Leo, welcome back, brother. What's up, Leo? How you been, man? Fucking tired, bro. Uh, do you want to give the friends of the no, show? No, what? Do you want to give the friends of the show? Do you want to give the peckerheads some uh, yeah. an, a little bit of an update of what's been going on with Los Radio headquarters, the future home of the Lucha Outsiders? Low Studio. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to give a quick update? Do you not so want to say anything? We're about ninety percent done. We're ready to have a big launch. Uh, hopefully in uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, I can give the premiere now. The first show from the studio is actually going to be Lucha Outsider show. So just saying, fuck that bitches. They can suck my my people. There you go. There you go. Big bomb. So big bomb right there. There you go. There you go. Bombshell. That's what she said. No, go ahead. (laughs) Ryan, uh, how you doing, brother? You had a a big birthday week this week, so let's give a happy birthday to our double Ryan Radar. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. you. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> oh. despite the the fact that it doesn't look like I'm 26, man, I'm getting old. Oh, nah, you look like a child. Like you look you look like a child, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I think so that was been, that was so one of the monikers. Told. Yeah, we we were saying like just because Ryan looks like a child, he's not no. one of these peckerheads or any no. of these uh, peckerheads. uh young youths of the world. <laughs> no, no, these young educated. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. Young Bucks is cool. No. <laughs> uh, what's up to the people on the chat? Remember to share the video. Let the people know that we are here. And if you guys want to get a hat, kind of like what Mario has, you guys can go to LuchaOutsiders.com. All right. Um, before we get started, I got to do my gimmick now. And, is that gimmick? You know, since we're all together as a unit, give me Dale. a second. Give me a second. Hashtag. It's Rebel time. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> Seriously. Where's your Rebel? Right here. Oh, already drinking it. Hashtag, I'm already drinking it. Oh, hashtag, hashtag you opened through. it before the gimmick. <laughs> hashtag, halfway through. Hashtag, I'm really thirsty. Hashtag, I'm half asleep. Let's go. So, let's talk some wrestling. All right, dude. We're going to start with the biggest news of the week, in my opinion. Uh, this hit the... The interwebs. The, the interwebs, the dirt sheets. This pa- Oh, hold on. Wait. Yeah. I saw you sipping on something, Ryan. What the hell are you yeah. sipping on? Gin and juice. No, wait. It's coffee, actually, this morning, cool. but in my... AEW. Cool. Look at that. Happy double or nothing day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Let's go. Wake up, get coffee, and be elite. <laughs> okay, so I think this is the biggest news of the week, in my opinion, and that's this New Japan WWE <laughs> rumor that sent everybody in the wrestling world um, going nuts, pretty much, when it comes to the wrestling fans, wrestling community, the dirt sheets, everyone. So without going into details or whatever, Nick Khan, not Tony Khan, but Nick Khan. He is a, what is he, Ryan? Is he the VP or the president of WWE currently? What is he? He's the president. Okay, so he's the president of WWE. So Nick Khan, the president. No relation to Tony Khan, right? Uh-huh. This guy's been making a lot of changes in WWE right now internally with a lot of the the people that work like in in the business side of things, and a lot of people are saying too that some of the releases we've gotten. Had some influence that had some Nick Khan influence also. So I guess from a business standpoint, this guy has a different vision compared to uh, what Vince McMahon has. A lot of uh, people give him credit on how this Peacock deal even happened. Their credit, Nick Khan. So apparently, Nick Khan has been having talks with New Japan officials of a potential partnership. Now, the second this shit came out, it was a lot of mixed reaction. Some of the WWE loyalists that think that everything in WWE does is great thought like oh this is a great idea etc cetera, etc cetera. now some people that watch everything thought like oh you know there's some nerves uh there's some excitement for potential dream matches but then also it's like what does this new do to a new japan product as a whole um i think there's more smoke where there's fire but i don't necessarily think that this deal could happen. Like, you got to understand, too, New Japan, they're not just going to make a deal with WWE and then have their talent get buried. And and what I mean by that is, like, we're not going to see someone like Kota Bushi appear, like, in an NXT or Raw or SmackDown and do a job to Baron Corbin. That's no disrespect to Baron Corbin, but that's not going to happen. No, no, there's levels. Right. This is not TNA. And the reason why I say that is, let's look on how... New Japan talent has been booked with Ring of Honor in the past, right? If you notice, anytime New Japan stars went to like a Ring of Honor pay-per-view or they did like a cross-promotion show, nine times out of ten, New Japan talent weren't doing jobs here. And if there was a job there, it was a fugazi finish because they protect their New Japan talent. More started coming out when uh, when it came out to this potential rumor, both from The Observer and PW Insider, saying that 
this deal wouldn't necessarily have uh, take place where New Japan stars will automatically go to WWE. It would be more WWE stars if they want to go to New Japan, just like a Daniel Bryan that's been very open when he was still in the company, that's been very open that he wants a new business with New Japan, that he would like to go to like a Wrestle Kingdom or a Dominion or whatever. So this is more, if this deal does potentially happen, it would be more in the lines where some top WWE stars like an AJ Styles, like... um. Maybe a Roman Reigns, maybe a John Cena. Who knows? And I'm just throwing names out there or whatever. Uh, maybe a Finn Balor. Can't be John Cena. <laughs> you can't go to Taiwan. <laughs> All right. Talents like those could potentially go to a Wrestle yeah, Kingdom or a Dominion true. and not necessarily. Or maybe some NXT stars that have nothing to do in the States. And maybe it's like, hey, let me do a couple shows in New Japan. Maybe it's more down those lines. Mm. So you don't see it as an invasion type thing? Because no. that's been done. I don't see New Japan invading WWE. I don't see okay. that happening. I could be wrong. But, Ryan, let me get your thoughts because you're heavy on New Japan, too, just like I am. So let me get your thoughts on this potential rumor and pretty much everything that's going on here. And then we'll touch then we'll touch more on some of the comedic stuff that Tony Khan did uh, on Friday night. But, uh, Ryan, let me get your thoughts on this whole rumor. Uh, I think you said it perfectly. There's more smoke than there is fire to this. And... Right after these rumors came out, me and you talked about it off, you know, uh, on, you know, over, we, we messaged each other. And I don't know, I just, I can't see this going through. Um, you know, it's obviously true that they've had talks because Meltzer did report it. And, you know, everybody can say what they want about Big Dave, but, you know, it, he's usually accurate and spot on when it comes to these type of things. Um, so I do believe they did have talks where they have, you know, are talking currently. But I don't think anything is going to come out of this. And even if it does, like you said, it's not going to be something where Okada is going to go to Raw and he's going to job to, you know, a guy like, yeah, like you said, Baron Corbin or something like that. It's not going to happen that way. It's probably going to be what it is right now currently with Impact and with, um, you know, with AEW. Like there's New Japan stars are protected. Uh, they're not going to go through the same bullshit that they went through when Okada went to TNA years ago. Yep. And we all know how that worked out. I think they learned their lesson there. Um, they're going to protect their talent. I trust New Japan in that they're not just going to throw their product to the wolves, you know, to the WWE and, you know, just give up and, and, and throw everything, all the history and all that away. So first of all, I don't think this is going to happen, but if it does, I don't think it's going to be the worst thing in the world. I know a lot of people jump into all these dumb conclusions, and I get it. I know. <laughs> you know, that's just what you think of. But let me tell you, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't intrigued by some of these potential dream matches. Absolutely. Yeah, from WWE New Japan. So how am I going to sit here and tell you that I would hate the hate this whole entire thing? I'd be lying to you. I would not hate the whole thing because we could potentially get some good shit out of it. Like I, Daniel Bryan going over there and facing Okada, potentially. Dude, I'm, you know, Daniel Bryan going to New Japan, AJ Styles returning to New Japan. All that is exciting. Maybe even Shinsuke. It, yeah, Shinsuke, Finn Balor. And you know what? It kind of, like like I said, there, there, you know, there's more smoke than fire. But, you know, maybe that's the reason why Shinsuke went on record saying, like, hey, I want to have my retirement match with Tanahashi whenever I do retire. Maybe WWE allows that. Where Shinsuke does have his last match in New Japan, so while contracted to the WWE, right? Um, I could see potential here, but it's not gonna be like I saw so many peckerheads talking about. Oh my god, this is such a great idea! I can't wait to see Okada win the Royal Rumble. Are you out of your fucking oh mind? My god. Yeah, see, it's not. Gonna are work you like that. are you that delusional? 
even <laughs> when WWE was working heavily with AAA, the only time that they used them uh, back in the 90s in the Rumble was for like a quick spell in, in the middle of it. It never actually uh, affected the finish. It never affected any of the storylines. It never affected anything. So do you think that now it's going to affect it? No, it's not. But now, So now you, Mario, what other dream match would you want to see? Because, again, this is what we do here. We, we, we kind of book the territory. Because you have up there, you have uh, AJ. I don't, I don't want to be a, a, a homer in the sense like that I'm a big fan of, of both these trios, but... You know, Tama Tonga put it out there, the bloodline versus the Bullet Club. You know, Jay White like and the Tongans versus like Roman and the Usos. Like that. that has a main event ran all over it. I no. could I could see like it being a crowd reaction, like and hypothetically speaking, let's say if it was yeah. to take place in the States and which I do not see it happening. If that was to happen, it would happen in Japan. But hypothetically speaking but even in Japan, the people would go crazy. But for hypothetically that. speaking, let's say it was to happen in one of these like, you know, one off pay per views. Yeah. I don't know, um, Battleground. It, Okay, fine. We'll, we'll use Battleground as an example, even though I don't see New Japan talent coming to a Battleground. Or a random paper. But you know what? We'll, we'll go with that Battleground, right? Let's say if it was Battleground, I could see the reaction of the fans, because now we're getting fans back to the WWE. Yeah. I could see the reaction of the fans being this hype, kind of like with the Shield versus the Wyatts. Okay. I think fans would be that excited for a potential Bullet Club versus the Bloodline. Okay. What about you, Ryan? Um, you know, it's... Daniel Bryan versus literally everybody, okay? Bushi, <laughs> Stingo, uh, AJ and Stingo. How, how about, yeah, Osprey? Oh, Dude, how about Roman Reigns versus Shingo Takagi? How insane would that be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, holy crap. Yeah. Um, God, I got, I got one. can go over there and, and face off against Shingo. Like, I'm just thinking I, about these hard I, hitters. I know? got one. Sheamus versus Minoru Suzuki. Oh, shit. Who, who's, whose skin's going to get more red after that? <laughs> I, think, I think eventually uh, Seamus' chest is going to actually match his hair color. <laughs> you know, because uh, Seamus is stiffsky, and we know Suzuki. He's just an animal. So. Oh, my God. Oh but my but see, that, that, and that's what actually is good about all these companies kind of working together, the Forbidden Door and all this. Because um, I was reading up on this guy, Khan, right? So he comes over from more of the acting world. But... At the end of the day, he still has to basically answer to McMahon. So the whole president thing, that's why I said president. Like, you know, the, the title that they give him, he's not actually the president. You know McMahon is. But at least he's bringing new things. As, at least they're letting him do things as far as like getting rid of people that weren't making it. Like the the announcer guy. I didn't like that guy. What was it? Agnar, Agnar McDodge yeah, or whatever? We'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But you know what? Yeah. what's also interesting about this whole Nick Khan situation is – uh, apparently, this guy has a different vision when it comes to doing business with, you know, whether it's partners or or or, or uh, Just any kind of any, business. Exactly, and also, wasn't there rumors a couple months ago around this time where apparently this New Japan talks was happening that they were talking with MLW? So yeah. it seems if these rumors are coming out, it seems like Nick Khan, instead of saying like oh, we're the top premier wrestling organization in the world, it seems like he's trying to open barriers for all these other companies, which I think it's a good idea for WWE. Yeah, but you know what? Let's, let's see. Why is he doing this? Why now? It's the AEW effect. Yeah. Okay? Uh, yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to be biased. No, 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 no. You're right. No, you're right. right. It yeah. is the AEW yeah. no, no, effect. No, no. I just don't want to, you know, I know Pecker has to go, oh, AEW bias. 
not everything comes back to AEW. No, 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 it does. Okay. It definitely does. Because if Tony Khan didn't open these doors, why would the WWE yeah. all of a sudden now, oh. now they want to work. Let me ask you guys a question. Now they want to work with new Japan. What's, um, you know, when you go to like a business building yeah. and there's like doors and then there's yeah. like that one door in the middle that spins around. What do you call that? Revolving thing? door. Revolving door, right? Spins, yeah. revolving. Door. All right. So, like, you know how Tony Khan dubbed himself the Forbidden Door, right? Yeah. And that's been used yeah. about this partnership between New Japan, AEW, um, Impact, AAA, NWA, right? Yeah. Okay. Nick Khan is the unsanctioned revolving door. <laughs> that's his nickname. The unsanctioned revolving door. Because now he wants to build partnerships. And no, all jokes aside, I do agree with you, Ryan. The reason this is happening is because... The AEW effect, how AEW is willing to work with everyone and anyone. But remember, yeah. even when AEW was announced, remember we were talking about all this hiring that the WWE did? Yes. They, they can say it a thousand times that it doesn't affect or they don't look at, at other promotions. Right. But it did affect because you actually went into the talent pool that was available. And then you started bringing every single person that you could. So now with all these firings that are happening, again, <clears throat> we were talking about this last time I was on the show, uh, the ghost of Leo. Um, but <laughs> last time I was on the show, exactly what we were talking about, where, you know, AEW does have an effect on what WWE does. Now, me personally, I think, again, every company working together is good because you get these hashtag peckers um, to actually see that there is life outside of the WWE. That Daniel Bryan is not Daniel Bryan, that he comes from the indies, that he comes from a background, you know, that, that Seth Rollins was not made by the WWE, you know, and that actually is going to help everything. So now, will they work going forward? Again, we're, we're speculating here, but I think now the WWE is taking notice because of AEW. So, Mario. Let's talk about the Tony Khan promo real quick. Tony Khan. Uh, Tony Khan is a fucking legend. I fucking love this oh guy. God. Uh, How can you hate him? By the way, Leo, um, since you were away for the past couple of weeks. I was away? Uh. I've done this Tony Khan impression. Oh, okay. Um, Let me hear it. Let me hear it. So it goes something like this. So let's say, for example, tonight's double or nothing. He'll say like, yeah, guys, I'm I'm very excited about tonight's pay-per-view. Um, you know, we have a, a, an amazing card and... Um, <laughs> You know, all the talent are putting their work together, and it's just going to be an incredible show. I think, I, I think, in my opinion, this might be the best pay per view that AEW produces. And um, yeah, I'm really excited the direction that this company's going, and I have a lot of, uh, you know, surprises on the way. So just stay tuned, guys. Uh, I'm really excited. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah, you have to throw in. It's going to be one of the best shows we've ever seen. <laughs> it's going to be one of the it's going to be one of the best pay-per-views. I just want to do one well, of the best so, pay-per-views. So Tony, he has a bowl with like catchphrases that he pulls out. Greatest I love, but I, ever. When I do this Tony impression, I want people to know that I'm doing it out of love because I love this guy. Of course. Yeah, but, of course. Listen, I, we can make fun of him and the way his hair looks, but you know what? I love this movie. So, So check this out. So Tony Khan... He goes on. Uh, he go. He does this little promo with Tony Schiavone. It's very similar to the stuff that he's done in Impact, yeah. and he kind of just rips Nick Khan a new one. And this is. And I'm sure it's all. Didn't he like, say I'm the only Khan or something? He's like, that? like, there's only one Khan. There's only. Uh, there's only what? What was the line again? Um, there's only one there's Khan. Only room for one Khan. There in the you rest go. Of the business. <laughs> and he says like, hey, I'm. You know, 
a bravo to you, you know, uh, having these talks with WWE. You know, I've had New Japan uh, titles defended on on <laughs> AEW Dynamite. Um, I've, you know, he's mentioned so many different things or whatever. Yeah. So he kind of just congratulated Nikon or whatever. And he does this all gimmick. It was a troll. And I can of see. Course. And even with this troll, right? The WWE loyalists already are like, oh, oh my God, oh. talking so much crap. According it's a, to Dave it's, Meltzer. It's a joke. <laughs> it's funny. Like, do you think Tony really, like, means it will by this video? It's just addressing the dirt sheets and the rumors. Exactly. It's just hilarious. It's comedy. It's a troll. It's funny. That's it. It's nothing to be taken seriously. I, I love how he goes. Well, Nick, you must have gotten a lot of stuff done in the past two yeah. months. <laughs> this is what I did. I brought in Red Narita, Rocky Romero. I, I brought back Rapunzel 3K. Dude, he was, oh, man, this was hilarious. I can't believe the official AEW, like, uh, Twitter account posted this. And the no, Instagram. Like was, it was all over their social media. I was stunned. I was stunned. But you know what? A lot of people can say what they want, that WWE's living rent-free in AEW's head. But you know what? AEW is not afraid to acknowledge the fact that WWE exists. And that's I love that because in WWE's world, nothing exists outside of their bubble, right? Mm -hmm. And they insult our intelligence by telling us basically that nothing exists outside of their world. But AEW is not afraid to acknowledge WWE exists because it does, okay? Mm -hmm. And obviously, they're, that's their biggest competition. So obviously, like, they're going to mention it. They're going to talk about it because that's who they're competing with, really. I mean, they could say they're not competing. They could say, you know, there's not a war. But of course there is, okay? AEW wants to be the top dog even though I don't think they ever will be because WWE is just too mainstream. It's too popular. They, they've got all this money. They'll always be number one, you know. Yeah. But AEW is not playing around. They're not messing around. Tony Khan does not care. He gives zero fucks, and I love it. Just goes out there on record and will just, you know, uh, go off on anybody and anything. And, dude, I love it. And, you know, if WWE took a shot at AEW and mentioned them by name, I would love that too. Um, I don't know if you saw this, Mario, but the WWE last night, their Instagram, uh, while I was drunk yeah, at the bar, I, I did that. notice that they that. Hold on, wait, 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 hold on, wait, pause. You say you was a drunk at the bar, so you sure is that you saw what you saw on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, no, no, he saw, saw it. I, was I know what he's talking about. I know what he's talking about. Dale. Yeah. What did the, you uh, see? You want to want to go ahead? No, no, go, go, go. You, you, you. Okay. The Nia Jax video of her squashing Britt Baker. Yep. On their, WWE on their WWE social media account. Can you pull that up? Yeah. The night before. Of course. She is going to win the Women's Can you say petty? <laughs> but you yeah. know what? But I, 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 don't have, but but see, I don't have a problem with that. No, I support it too. I fucking you know? support it. I support it. Right there. Oh, yeah. wow. Right there. Oh, we show the people that we're not lying. Right there. And look at the and look at all the comments. Everybody's like, oh, is that Britt Baker? Is that Britt Baker? Wow. <laughs> And botching since day one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But you know what? I respect it. I respect it. I respect yeah. I like I like them doing Big petty shit like that. Oh. See, this is good. This is petty shit that's actually good and entertaining. Not some of the yeah. other stuff that no, yeah. WWE yeah. does. I love it. I love it. But but again, like so with Tony Khan and all this, do you guys remember what made Kurt Angle so good? Kurt Angle could kill you, but he could also make fun of himself. Mm. Right. And that's basically what, what Tony Khan is doing. Now, you need you need tiradera. You need beef in order for this to work. With any beef that you've had, whether it's in hip-hop, whether it's in, in reggaeton, whatever, you need tiradera. You need the one guy to say something, the other guy to respond. 
And this is the way for the WWE to respond. This is good. You know why? Because they have everybody talking about it. How did I learn from it? It was on my feed this morning when I woke up at 4.30. You know what I mean? So you have people talking about it. Now, good job to the WWE for doing that. Because, again, you have to acknowledge your competition because that's what makes it a competition. In the 90s when you had the whole, you know, WCW and thing, didn't McMahon have have an impersonator of uh, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man? The Nacho Man. Exactly. And that's what made it funny and that's what made it interesting. Going, that, going back to what to add on to what yeah. you're saying real quick, um, shout outs to Brian, the homie, the Royal Ramble, yeah. a.k.a. the Ramble Royale. Listen, dude, after we do the show, Ryan's going to talk to you about a little something yeah, that we have planned yeah, out for yeah, later tonight, yeah, yeah. all right? So yeah, stay and, tuned and for also, that. Also later in the month when they go down. Right, right, right. Down, okay, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but to add on what, what Leo was saying, Taz answered to someone on Twitter because yeah. someone added at uh, Taz on Twitter. You know Taz. He doesn't hold any punches whatsoever and someone said pretty much like oh don't you think it's kind of like weak and cr- uh, crappy or like kind of just corny when uh tony Khan, the president of AEW, acknowledges their competition or whatever so his response and i'm not saying it word for word but taz is like well listen paul Heyman, eric bischoff and Mr. man did it back in the 90s but that was when yeah. when wrestling was considered cool or whatever and doing that was considered cool now apparently it's not cool anymore which is true. Back in the 90s and yeah, the, the Monday Night Wars yeah. and that era, the Attitude Era, however you want to dub it, Eric Bischoff was throwing shots. Vince McMahon was throwing shots. Paul Heyman Dude. was throwing shots while he was under Vince McMahon's payroll. <laughs> so think about it. They were throwing shots at each other, but it was cool. It was entertaining. It was exciting. Now, it's not exciting anymore. It's not cool. Like, come on, right, dude. Right, right. I could do it. I can understand when you're excessive acknowledging your competition, yeah. right? Like when you call them out every two seconds. Right. Like when it's excessive. To call some it. people will say that that's what AEW does, but obviously. No, no. Okay, but how long is the show? Two hours. If they say it once, is what? Three seconds? WWE. Boom. One second. So, again, like, people think, like, all you hear in AEW is WWE, 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 WWE. No. Again, but people pick and choose what they want to, like, harp on. Yeah. People pick yeah. and choose, you know. And, and again, and this this goes back to uh, a lot of people. Most of them don't even watch the show. They just see the little clip and, like, oh, my God, here's AEW talking about WWE again. If you don't watch the product, then don't fucking talk about it. Sorry, go ahead, Dad. Um, all right, Ryan, where do you want to go from here? Let's take a pause Mexico. on AEW. Ah. <laughs> Let's take a pause on AEW real quick. We'll go back to it uh, towards the tail end. Do you want to talk about New Japan or do you want to talk about uh, the announcer releases that happened in WWE? Where do you want to go? Um, yeah, you know, let's talk about the the releases. So, which I think is a travesty. Tom Phillips fucking gets released, which makes makes no fucking sense to me. Like, this guy, I think he was amazing. In every single brand that he was on, I think he was amazing. He was doing a lot of production work backstage also, um, uh, uh, helping out with the the commentators on all three shows. And you release this guy. Apparently, there was a rumor that he might have contacted COVID during WrestleMania weekend. And they released this guy. And keep in mind... They had Anand Verk the last, what, month, month and a half on Raw, which has been awful. It's been a, And he got released. And listen, no disrespect to him. He just sucked at calling wrestling. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure that he tried, but it just didn't work with him. It just didn't work. But you release, you have Tom Phillips in your company, and you release this guy? What's wrong with you? Imagine being good at your job and getting fired. It makes no, no sense. Yeah. Literally, that, that's what it is. You, you're literally like he's so good at what he does, and he gets fired for no reason. Now, I, I don't know if there it's 
no reason because I'm not obviously backstage. I'm not in the know. And I'm not going to act like I am. But odds are this guy got released for no reason. I mean, like, really, like, I, I can't see this guy having any backstage heat. Um, they just, I guess, wanted a change. They wanted to freshen things up. They, they wanted to, you know, a new voice in there. And they've been trying so hard, obviously, by bringing in Adnan Verk. And now they're bringing in this guy, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy well, Smith. I don't know who. I apparently he does combat sports. UFC, yeah, Bellator, Bellator and like UFC. Uh, I think um, he was actually at one of the NXT pre-shows. That was uh, the night um, Eli Drake debuted. The okay. ball dude. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I um, well, I probably would know if I saw him. But listen, if this guy don't pan out, then where do they go? You know, and then they can now they can't go back to Tom Phillips because they released him. I mean, I guess they could always do sign him, but you released him, so odds are you're not going to just hire him back right away. So if this guy don't work out, this would be the second guy that they've hired to do this in you know the past month. Where do you go from there? You know, who do you bring in? Because I don't know who else. You know, Vic Joseph, you got him in NXT. Um, where do you go? Like, I just don't get it. So they better hope and pray that this guy works out because if not, it's going to be some deep shit because it's just going to keep hiring people over and over and over. And honestly, nobody's going to be able to do this job as good as Tom Phillips because Tom no. was there. He's been there for years, okay? He, like, literally, you go back. Like, Tom Phillips has been hired. He's been in this company doing backstage interviews and stuff for years, bro. Go throw it back to NXT a couple years ago. So he's obviously had that experience. Mm -hmm. You can't just bring a guy in like this, like Jimmy Smith, Jim, you know, uh, freaking Adnan Verk, and expect them to be, you know, amazing at what they do because they have no experience calling pro wrestling. Uh, listen, and and... I, I guess I got I got a little bit more high hopes on Jimmy Smith to do a better job than Adnan Verk. Um, and who knows? Yeah, he might because he, he's he calls combat sports. He, and Adnan right. Verk didn't before, so what? What you, you would hope that? So we don't give a shit about Adnan Verk. You know, uh, best wishes to him, <laughs> but we don't give a shit about him. Best wishes on your no. future Tom, endeavors. Listen, I do feel I, I do feel a little bad for the guy. No, it's a little right, part of me that feels right. bad because he tried. Like, you know, I'm not saying he's a he bad tried. guy. He didn't try, but he just sucked at his job. Like we got to call a spade a spade. You sucked at your job, but yet you we fired Tom, um, uh, Tom Phillips. It's like, what the fuck? So on the topic of Tom Phillips, where do we see this guy going with? Cause he's a talent. He might listen. He might, he might just step away from the wrestling world too. And he yeah. could be a commentator or some type of, you know, doing sports center or something like that's how good this guy yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I could see him. I mean, I don't, they don't need him, but I could see him like impact going for him. But then again, they don't really need him. They got, they got, um, you know, Matt striker. They got, you know, well, listen, um, as much as I like Matt striker and D LeBron, they, they could use a little help. So I think, Tom Oh no, 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 <laughs> they, they definitely could. I, I just, I just don't see them. I just don't see impact just pivoting right now because I think it's working with Matt striker and uh, D -Lo. I think they're fine. Mm -hmm. you know, so I don't think they're just going to pull the plug on them. Just but you know what? Even think, they probably should. But but think but. about it. Maybe if and I'm not necessarily a fan of a three man booth like that. But you know what? If Tom and I'm just hypothetically speaking here, if Tom Phillips was to go to Impact and be the play by play, Matt Striker plays like that color role that's like kind of the middle ground, and then D'Lo goes heel commentator. I think the 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 trio could do business. I think they could. No, yeah. It it definitely could. Listen, I, if I'm Impact, I would definitely make some calls. Um, Tommy, make the call, bro. Tommy Dreamer, Tommy, make the call, bro. Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah. Um, you know, I think too. You could probably take D'Lo off commentary and 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 have him do backstage stuff. You can just have Matt Striker and Tom Phillips. Two days later, um, D'Lo Brown has been released by Impact. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, uh, the wrestling business, it's a revolving door, man. You 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 know the unsanctioned and... revolving door. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, you're right, dude. I feel like he, he can do things outside of pro wrestling and he'd be just fine because that's how good Tom Phillips is. So shout out to Tom Phillips, man. We 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 feel for you, man. And um we know, we, we know you'll succeed elsewhere. So I'm sure this guy ain't sweating a bit. He he shouldn't sweat because he is too good not to get hired anywhere else. And I'm, like I said, we're not even just talking about in the wrestling wrestling world. I don't know what his other interests are. I don't know what his other experiences are, but he's a great broadcaster. And, uh, you know, he's going to go places for sure. All right, dude. Let's, uh, uh, another thing on WWE front, um, SummerSlam, they officially announced that it will be August 21st, and I got to give him a congratulations for that. Why? Congratulations. You played yourself. You decided to move your pay-per-view from Sunday to Saturday, right? And apparently the rumored location is Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't officially announced that it is Vegas. But you decide to have SummerSlam and go head-to-head with the Manny Pacquiao fight? What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? Are you out of your mind? Why would you do that? Well, apparently, so, yeah, it's definitely on that date, right? But it's being reported. But apparently now it's it's not a foregone conclusion that it's going to be in Vegas. I don't know if you saw that. There's, like, conflicting reports now. Now they're saying it's not a done deal. And, and sh- First of all, shout-outs to Matt Men uh, Podcast. Um, Matt Men Podcast, Matt Men. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Andrew, he, I've been following him for years now, and he has been all over this, and he has been spot on. He's been so reliable he's he has the right sources and um he was the one that first reported this and i think john alba too um you know along with him so shout outs to him for doing a lot of work and digging deep into this and um you know being an accurate source man he's a good follow so go go follow him i wish i knew his at um and i knew how to say his last name without butchering it i'm not gonna try don't worry um, don't worry ryan one day we'll be those sources report first reporting shit don't worry ryan we'll be yeah, we'll be i mean there. i thought we already are oh ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Man, uh, straight shoot on Twitter. Follow Lucha Outsiders Twitter. There you go. But uh, yeah, no, man. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I like the Saturday paper. If you don't get me wrong, and I'll watch SummerSlam over Pacquiao because I don't really care about boxing. And but from like, a, from, know, but from a business standpoint, it's, I think it's pretty yeah. stupid. Oh, it's a disaster. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm shocked. And, um, and what about Cardi B? Is she gonna be a part of it? I mean, uh, they used their song uh, up <laughs> for the promo <laughs> package. Oh, oh. Leo. Cardi. Hardy B. Oh my God. Leo, let me ask you a question because <laughs> you kind of have some insight when, I guess, like in the sports world or anything like that, yeah. do crazy decisions like that. Yeah. Do you have any logic or any, maybe you could come up with a reason why WWE would make this move to go head-to-head with the Pacquiao fight? Well, because they, they want to be able to show that they can go head-to-head, not with AEW, but with a mainstream sport. So Pacquiao, with his name and everything, right, you're going to get the boxing fans. But what they're going after is the MMA crowd because that Saturday they have to choose. I'm going to watch wrestling or I'm going to watch uh, boxing. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, boxing is dying. Right. So that's why they want to go and show, you know, because, again, remember, at the end of the day, everything that WWE does is for their shareholders, not okay. for us. Right. The product that we have on screen is not for us. All they care about is their shareholders. So at the end of the day, if they're able to show, if they're having uh, all these releases, because, again, remember, these releases actually affect their, their their stock, which basically, you know, after all these releases, usually their stock goes down because people are selling the WWE stock. So what they want to do is they want to put on a brave face. Now, by bringing in Cardi B, they're trying to 
not only get the Spanish crowd that they just got with Bad Bunny, but also get the urban crowd, which is where they're lacking. Because again, you're not going to have people in the urban community watch wrestling anymore because it's not real like it was in the Attitude Era. In the Attitude Era, you can actually relate to the stuff that was going on. It's not as campy as it is now. So that's what they're trying to do with Cardi B. You, now they're trying to bring more people in. I'm sorry, Daddy. You mentioned right now that boxing is dying, and I agree, boxing is yeah. dying. That's why you have more people paying for like these gimmick fights. You of know, course. Like, uh, Jake Paul and yeah. you know, because, whatever, because right? now you're paying for nostalgia. Right. That's what you're paying right. for. Right, the Tyson stuff. But <laughs> you'll, I think we got to throw in I, the Joker card here and mm -hmm. say like the Joker card is Manny Pacquiao. He's yeah. a draw. No, yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. So I think Listen, that's going to draw for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but that's going to draw from the Pacquiao people. That's going to draw from the boxing crowd. But again, that's not who they're going after. Because you got to remember, at one point, WWE said that their competition wasn't WCW. Their competition was everything, which is true. Even with us here, when we do the show here, our competition is not another stupid fucking podcast that they try to do with a fucking camera and they talk shit for two hours. Our competition is anything that's on at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just saying. I put myself on camera because I can know exactly who said it. But this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Especially with what's going on nowadays, everything is competition to everything else, right? So that's why sometimes you have these things happen, especially in the WWE, <clears throat> where unfortunately McMahon is always like six months after whatever's going on in the world, right? So like he'll bring in like Logan Paul after he's done all these boxing matches. You know what I mean? To actually be a part of the WWE. But what they're doing now, and again, that's why I said what I started with, it's not us that they're trying to please. It's the shareholders. Hey, we went head-to-head -head with the Pacquiao fight. We moved to Saturdays. This is a new trend that we're now, we don't have to do the Sunday pay-per-views. Because remember, those Sunday pay-per-views, they're paid for already. When was the last yeah. time somebody paid $60 for a pay-per-view? A while ago. Right. Before yeah. the mm -hmm. WWE Network. Mm-hmm. So, but now again, and this is why I've been saying for I mean, and that's a not including AEW because no, AEW no, but I'm is talking like fifty dollars. WWE, right? Right. Because right now they're not trying to sell the Sunday show, the pay per view. They're trying to sell you Raw. They're trying to sell you SmackDown because now it's not how many buys you get on the pay per view. Now it's how many views you get on Raw and on on SmackDown. Which man, them Raw ratings? No, no, I know, <laughs> but but again, remember, people are going to tune in regardless. Because if you already have Peacock, you're not just, oh, my God, I have to watch WrestleMania. I'm going to get Peacock this weekend. That's not what's going to happen. Right. You know, but again, it's all for the shareholders. And by the way, when we're reading the con story, I still think that WWE is going to get sold to ESPN. I still think so. I think it'll get sold to NBC other than ESPN because okay. NBC, it, it seems to me the, NBC. Because they're more intertwined, you mean? To me, it seems like NBC yeah. has a really strong interest yeah. in WWE. And to, to well, be honest with you, I'd rather see NBC yeah. own WWE than ESPN Disney. My opinion. Well, Pe Peacock is, you know, the NBC owned, yeah. right? Right. Mm -hmm. so, and, and and they're announcing the SummerSlam location during the Belmont Stakes, the horse racing, which is yeah. going to be on NBC um, next Saturday, I believe. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, WWE fans don't care about horse racing. Dude, who cares, peckerheads? They're no. doing it because <laughs> they're doing it's, it because it's of the, the other Peacock way. thing. So it's the NBC yeah. shit, you know, that's why they're doing it. So, yeah, and then they're going to make you tune in for the horse Of course. Racing. I mean, God. No, but, but because because uh, at the end of the day, that's what you're going to do. It, it's And again, as wrestling fans, we're stupid, right? Not us, the other people. Because yeah. we think that everything <laughs> revolves around wrestling. No, bro. We're 1% of 
pop culture nowadays. Back yeah. in the 90s, and, you, you were able to make it, okay, at least 40% maybe in the Attitude Era. But wrestling is only a 1%. So now again, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get other eyes to your product. With The Rock being as big as he is, now people are going to follow the breadcrumbs to see, okay, maybe Roman Reigns is the next Rock. Same thing happened with Hulk Hogan back in the 90s, man. Same exact thing. Now I'm going to show my age. Dale. So, <laughs> and you know, going back to the Cardi B thing too, it's like I roll my eyes because just because I'm not a fan personally of Cardi B, I can't stand her music, I can't stand you know, uh, you know, her at all. But yeah. like, I'm not gonna sit here and complain that they, um, you know, are getting somebody like as, as big of a star power as she Man. is because I get it, I understand yeah. why they would get somebody like that, Good. just like why they got Bad Bunny, just why they got um, you know, BB Rexa to do the um. God bless America at, at WrestleMania. Mm. Don't These, don't forget the zombies oh, too. Oh yeah, then the zombies. Hey, that's bro, cross promoting promotion. The walk, promoting bro. the Walking Dead, man. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you know, it I wasn't a bad it. movie WWE. though. The Army of the Dead. That wasn't a bad movie though. I don't know if oh, you, you saw, saw it. it. Yeah, I saw it. It wasn't a bad movie. It was <laughs> right, surprise. He's like, oh, you saw no, it? No, no, no. I tried watching it too, but I fell asleep. But if the not because it was boring. It's because I was tired. I still yeah, have yeah. to finish watching. The no, movie. no, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Okay, all right, so it's worth my time. All right, maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> no, watch him not like it. Like, fuck you, Leo. I'm not taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, Leo hyped this up. <laughs> all right, well, one last thing on WWE. Finn Balor, he took a loss from Karrion Cross this week. What's the future for Finn Balor? Do you think he's going to get uh, moved back to Raw or SmackDown? And if he does, what's going to happen with him? What do, you, what do we see the future for Finn Balor? He should. He should go up. I mean, well, you know, we've talked about this before on the show. There's just really nothing left for him to do there. I feel like this is perfect. He it's his swan song. There's nobody else for him to work with. He's he's basically worked with everybody. Again, like I said, I think I mentioned this last week. The only person that he hasn't really had a match with in NXT that I would like to see is Kushida. That's really it. That right. I mean, throw it back to the old days of New Japan and the history there. And that's the only person I would love to see uh, him face. But like again, that would that wouldn't make sense. I would put him back on Raw or SmackDown. I would throw him on SmackDown personally, and I would have him. You know, unless they, you know, I know there's rumors of John Cena coming back, maybe facing Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Um, but I would throw Finn Balor on SmackDown and have him immediately go up against Roman Reigns. Yeah. Obviously not going to win, but just put him right back on the map, put him right back into the main event scene, put him, make him uh, one of their big time main event players. Because right now on SmackDown, we've talked about this before. There's really nobody. There's nobody for Roman to, to feud with. Um, you know, there's really no top stars there. I, I, as As much as I hate to say it, you know, and I don't, there's no disrespect to like Shinsuke or Cesaro or um, you know, you know now Alistair Black is back. You know we got Kevin Owens, um, but they could use a guy like Finn Balor to go up against Roman Reigns. So that's that's what I would do. But. I, I have a funny feeling, and I could be wrong here. Maybe I'm just reading this wrong, but I have a funny feeling. We're leading for a SummerSlam match between Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns defending that Universal Title against Seth Rollins. I just have that gut feeling. Yes. I like be down, it. I'd be down. So down. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a little bit weird because they're both heel, but yeah, I yeah. think they can make it work. It's going to take a lot, though, for people to get behind Seth Rollins again. People are just going to root for Roman. Um, so they're going to have to figure but do you, out. But, if- but, do you, but do you think necessarily? Because I could see it being in a situation where they're both heel, right? But I could still see it being dueling crowds. So you think they they do a feud where they would keep them the way they are right now, both heel? I mean, 
Weirder shit has happened, bro. Think about think about it like this, and this is totally different, like storytelling, because I think they only they they only booked this match a week prior to the pay per view. But think about it. Remember Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar? In theory, they were both heel and both champions when Daniel Bryan turned heel on AJ yeah, and right. won the title by cheating, and the crowd was a little bit split. They didn't know to cheer or boo Bryan. And you have like those Brock loyalists that they'll always cheer for Brock. So it was a big a bit of a mixed reaction for both guys. So I think they can make this work. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, listen, I'd be all for Roman and, and Seth. Obviously, it's been years, years since we've seen them face off. And, uh, you know, it'll get Seth back into, you know, being that top star because right now he's really floating around. I don't want to say doing nothing, but I, I just feel like who's really into what Seth Rollins is doing right now? I'm not buying what he's selling. But so you know, it, it would be cool to see him back in the main event because I've always been a Seth Rollins fan, despite you know he's been through a lot over the years with uh, you know, the crowd turning on him and <laughs> him not being booked in the best way, and him saying stupid shit on Twitter. Yeah, but he, I still he, I still enjoy Seth. He's not a straight shooter on Twitter. He's just very sensitive no, 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 on Twitter. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> I I I'm a better at Twitter than Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, what were you gonna say? No, so again, so and we've been talking about this before with having Roman Reigns as a heel. Every other match that you've had before totally changes the dynamic. Why do we get so tired of Dolph Ziggler fighting the same guys over and over again? Because it was still the same Dolph Ziggler. It wasn't a new version of him. It wasn't a, a, a rebirth of him. It wasn't him being a, a face or a heel. But with Roman Reigns, now you're able to go back and say, okay, we could do the whole Seth Rollins thing again. doesn't matter what Seth Rollins is doing. You have a brand new Roman Reigns. And again, so I'm looking forward to this in SummerSlam. Because of Roman Reigns. Because, again, now you have to boo Roman Reigns. But I don't know about you guys, but to me, I like what Roman Reigns is doing. I like this. I'll cheer for this guy. Listen, man, when, it comes, when it comes to Roman Reigns and you can make, there's another guy. There's It's between two guys, between him and someone else, mm-hmm. where you can make him wrestler of the year. All right? Oh, uh, dude. It's between two yeah. people. Is is Roman and you guys could guess on because who the, the, the second person is. Because it's the gimmick. Is. But uh, Roman is doing the best work in his whole career. Just look look at the SummerSlam picture that you put up on our page. By the way, follows I Lucha Outsiders. Is the attitude, and again, it's the same. The, it's the same guy. Yep. You know, it's the, it's the flow. It's the swagger. You know that that's what you need. And again. I believe this Roman Reigns a lot more than the Shield. Okay, hang, hang, I'll punch you. Look, you know what I mean? Let me let me ask Ryan a question. When we posted this picture, and this is an official WWE mock-up that WWE posted this right, and I just reposted it. When you see this picture, what's your first thought when you see this picture, Ryan? Of Roman, Bobby, and um, yep, and Bianca. Is it Bianca. I want to see if you're thinking what I'm thinking. Oh. Probably what? not because you got me stumped. But the only person <laughs> I'm looking at is Roman Reigns on the, on, on the front. When, he just looks like a massive star. What? When I saw, okay, okay, star. You just said it right there, stars, right? Yep. All three of them stars. Me, the first th- thought I had in my mind, seeing this picture, is like WWE does not give a shit about Rhea Ripley. Her title reign no. right now <laughs> is, they, it's it's not meaningful whatsoever. She's not the same Rhea Ripley from NXT. They do not give a shit about her. At all, because why? Because in theory, why would she not be in this photo? Because you're only allowed to put three people on it. No, Leo, you're making <laughs> no, excuses. no, 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 no. You're I'm, making I'm, excuses. No, but it, but if you had to choose, because remember, like yeah. you can't you can't Listen. put ten people on a poster. That's it's only one more. There's been a bunch of times where we've seen all four champions, both women's and both world titles. What uh, about the tag team titles? 
No, we're focusing on the ch world champions of each okay. brand. There's no reason. If you're going to promote Bobby, the world champion, yeah. Roman, the universal champion, and Bianca, the women's champ on SmackDown, don't you think you would put the Raw women's champion on there? No, they don't give a shit about Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's title run is forgettable. Nobody gives a shit about Rhea Ripley because it's not the same Rhea Ripley from NXT. Ryan, am I lying here? Am I wrong here? No, not at all. But, you know, that's... I, that's Raw in general is a is a mess. It's a train wreck. I don't yeah. understand how you could um sit like SmackDown is one hundred and ten percent more enjoyable than Monday Night Raw is. Yeah. The women's division on Raw is a freaking train wreck. Main event scene on Raw is a train wreck. Everything about Raw is just a giant mess. SmackDown is fresh. It's mm -hmm. fun. The feuds are better. Uh, the storylines are better. Everything on Raw, I feel like, is forgettable. I guess outside of Bobby Lashley, because I think he's doing a fine job, and I'm enjoying him a lot, even though he has no competition there either. Nope. Um, but Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Oscar. Who else does the Raw women's title feud? Who, 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 what, what other women are there? Man, they need Becky Lynch badly. <laughs> <laughs> right. They need, they need, and I'm trying to think of like who from NXT they could bring up. Um, you know, I just, I don't really see anybody down there that, you know. But you know what? It, 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 unfortunately, is that effect when it comes to NXT women getting uh, moved up to Raw or SmackDown. Fortunately, Bianca has not crossed those paths, but. Look at Amber Moon when she got moved on to, to Raw yeah. and SmackDown. Her run was forgettable. Now she's back at NXT, and she's a star that we all know that she is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just well, you know what, too? They also did Rhea Ripley dirty with, like, the way they brought her in at the Royal Rumble earlier this year, right? And they made her be uh, the second-to-last one. She got eliminated by uh, Bianca Belair. And then we didn't see her for months after that. Right. And we see her, like, show up a few weeks before wrestlemania and then just come out and demand a title shot they could have done it so different they could have built her up and made her a legit star and a legit threat they could have had her like just beating up jobbers for weeks and then going after oscar and don they could have had her come in and dominate oscar right they could have had her i'm sure they would have gotten some complaints and you know i I'm, i wanted to see a full match at wrestlemania between the two but you could have had her completely squash oscar and just make her into a massive massive star they didn't do that and now you have Charlotte Flair in there, which it's like, oh, and I'm a fan of Charlotte Flair. Don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these peckerheads that bitches and moans, complains at all. Oh my God, she's in all these title matches. She's pushed down her throat. Whatever. I get it. She's really good at what she does. So like, you know, and she's obviously a flair. So yeah. I would push her the way they've been pushing her too. But, you know, I just feel like Rhea is just too much. Like she's overshadowed by Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Because Charlotte is the top dog there. So I just feel like everybody forgets about Rhea and, you know, it's a shame, but I just think it's WWE's doing. Their booking around her has been atrocious. So it's like, what, what, what can you really do if you're her? You know? Yeah, it's a shame. It really, really does does suck. All right, let's uh, move on to. I guess you could say it's not so great news either. Yo, our will, our boy Will Osprey, man. It's not looking uh, good for our boy Will, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't even. I, it's even hard to predict when he's ever going to return. Cause he had a broken neck, right? It, it it seems like it's a little exactly. bit more than just a broken neck. And this isn't the first uh, neck injury he's had. So, um, you know, he actually posted. I forget where he posted it, but uh, he said his goal is to wrestle at some point this year, but it's not looking good. And when he says it's not looking good, uh, it's a little scary. So, man, I, I, I don't know. I, 
I don't really know what happens. You know, just say he does repair his neck, right, and he comes back. What type of style is he going to work to ensure that this isn't, doesn't happen again? If this happens again, I mean, his career could be cut short. Dude, does, he could die. Did uh, I don't think <laughs> Will went on record, but has any of the dirt sheets, like either, I, I will say Melter because he's very in tune with the New Japan product. Do, does anybody have an exact idea where the injury took place? Is this like a reoccurring injury that finally got him at the end? Like, do we know exactly what happened? I have no idea. I just uh, heard that it was it happened during the the Shingo match, but it's dude. It, he did a fine job in um, in faking it because I didn't see him, you know, looking like he, he really right. hurt himself. You know, he, he still celebrated after. He still celebrated, posed after the match, yeah. like it, opened up a Zima, right. and, you know, was chilling with the whole rest of the the Empire. And it sucks the Empire, man, because they were just catching steam, man. Yep. They were they were, and I still think they're a great unit. But without Osprey, they're going to struggle. And uh, I haven't really watched New Japan. I know they came back with a couple of Road 2 shows. Um, Road to Wrestle Grand Slam, right? And they didn't even say when the Wrestle Grand Slam show is even going to be. <laughs> nah, listen, let, you me know, tell you, let me tell you something about Wrestle Grand Slam. Grand opening, grand closing. That, I don't even think that's going to happen <laughs> at this point. But shouldn't, we, did, we did get some um, news uh, of Dominion, which we talked about last week. And guess what? Yeah. It got postponed for a day, which it kind of works out for me because depending on how this week's go, week uh, goes for me, I might be in AC next weekend for GCW. I'm not sure mm -hmm. yet. Uh, that's like up in the air. But if I oh, am, yeah, yeah. that means I have no problem watching Dominion Live because it's going to be early Monday morning. So I have no, yeah, right. there's no issue for me. Uh, not an issue, not an issue, no factors whatsoever. I'll watch Dominion Live and they announced the main event. And that's to, for the vacant world uh, title. It's uh, Okada versus Shingo. Spring is here, Whoa, and it's time. What the fuck just happened? No, no. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to actually read to well, you see know what? what the hell's going on. Congratulations. <laughs> you played yourself. Wow. I'm okay. trying to live, read that's, This is, uh, I guess I'll say live TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got this main event. Shingo versus Okada for the vacant world championship. And you know what? Root for my boy Shingo, man. Hey, Shingo's got to win this, dude. Uh, yeah, he, uh, I don't think he will though. I don't think he will. I think, I think New Japan, New Japan is in shambles right now. They need yes. to put the belt on Okada to really bring this, uh, bring this company back to, to, you know, where it was. I feel like Okada's the guy, he's the leader. He's, uh, he's the one that they, when in doubt, throw the strap on him. Um, I, I, I hope I, when listen, he wins I, the belt, he drops the belt in the garbage and then brings back the IWGP <laughs> heavyweight oh champion. Oh my god! According I know, to I know. even though I will say that belt is growing on me. It is no. Yes. Uh, according has. to PW Torch, uh, he got hurt uh, when uh, he was fighting Shingo on May fourth. Well, yeah, that's what. But we still don't know. That was a title match. That yeah, was a, that was. But we still don't know exactly what happened in the match. Like, what so, so this it? is what I'm thinking, right? Because again, and and I, I watched the a couple of uh, Stone Cold things when he talks about when he got hurt. Remember right. the, when he, so, these guys get hurt all the time. Right. As far as like, hey, you know, you have a, some neck pain, you have some back pain, you have, you know, because, again, they need a chiropractor right after they're done with the match. I think he probably hit something and just thought of it. Oh, it's just a bruise. or go away after I'm done. That's why he did yeah. the pose. That's why he did the Zima. That's why he did everything else after that. The problem is when you go to get an actual MRI and it tells you, no, it's not going to go away. You know, and and a lot of these guys do get hurt like that, um, and they do fight through the pain. It sucks though, especially with the neck, and especially. And by the way, shout out to Bad Bunny. He was on uh, on that um, show, 
that he gave props to the wrestling world. And again, this is a guy that actually loves the wrestling world. Just saying, go that. Yeah, it's, it, it sucks, man. Uh, the whole Will Ospreay situation. And I get what you're saying about New Japan being in shambles. That's why it kind of makes, makes sense in theory, this WWE rumor, because, you yeah. know, New Japan is a live event business, okay? And, you know, them kind of having talks with WWE, it kind of makes sense. But at the same time, it's like we sh- we're still like on this tail end of this COVID era, right? So oh, what the? Did you why- guys see this? Yeah, th- he posted that. He posted that. Um, but this is... His neck. Why wouldn't, why, if you're already in a partnership with Impact and AEW, right, why, and if the things, if things are opening up where you could bring some of those talents to New Japan, right, like a Jericho, John Moxley at some point, et cetera, et cetera, then why reach out to WWE? That's why I think there's smoke where there's fire, but I don't see the, this rumor coming true, if that makes any sense. Because they're already in partnerships with Impact and AEW. Right, right. They, They have to... They have to wait for this pandemic to be, you know, I guess over. I mean, I will say, I don't even know if, like, you know, I, I'm not putting a timetable on it. But then they will have, you know, an American partnership with these companies. And they'll be able to have some of these stars come over to Japan where they've been, you know, they've obviously been lending, you know, Kojima, uh, Nagata, uh, Rocky, you know, all, all these all these New Japan guys that are coming over, El Fantasmo. But they've yet to have any American stars go over to Japan. Right. And it's because of, you know, the current circumstances where, you know, it's it's a process. Because if you go to Japan, you have to quarantine for two weeks. I mean, who, who's going to do that? You know, I mean, poor Kevin Kelly, he traveled to Japan, you know, uh, like two weeks before he had to call his first live show just because you have to quarantine. So it's not as easy as it once was. And, you know, yeah. the Good Brothers have yet to go back to New Japan, which is obviously was going to be the case at one point. Um, so, yeah, New Japan doesn't need WWE. They have, you know, the guys in AEW, the guys in Impact. And, um, you know, just wait for that to be lifted. And maybe we can see, you know, Kenny, Cody, the Bucks. I mean, those guys are stars. They would help New Japan. I mean, look when what happened when they were in New Japan. So, uh, right now, yeah, New Japan's in shambles. They're still going through with Dominion. The matches they, they announced so far look pretty good. The, the three matches, uh, you know, Shingo and Okada for the title. Mm-hmm. Desperado versus Yo for the junior title. And... Yep. Um, Ibushi versus Jeff Cobb should be awesome. So, um, you know, they'll be fine. They'll get through Dominion, but where do they go after that? I don't know. Yeah, uh, hopefully New Japan could come back somehow. We'll see. But let's uh, let's give out another congratulations, bro. We're going to move on to AEW. Uh. Willie Urbina, <laughs> this fucking guy, bro. Uh, let's uh, hit him with the button. Congratulations, you played yourself. This fucking guy. This jackass. So let me. So for those that don't know who Willie Urbina is, right? Dale. He does Spanish commentary, right? This is not the guy that does the talking for Pentagon. That's not. It's not no, him. No, no. It's a, it's another. It's another cat, right? So on this week's Dynamite, which was a Friday night Dynamite, right? I believe it was on the this fight Spanish feed because yeah. I don't think it was on. The TNT feed. I think it was on the fight Spanish. Yeah, it feed. was. It was. Yeah, because was they the thought Spanish. they were. They thought they were off. Apparently, it was during commercial. Yeah, but those idiots. I guess haven't been doing this long enough right. to, to know that on fight TV they don't go to commercial. Right. So it was a hot mic, if you will. Yeah. And this guy decides to mimic Hukaru Shida. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that on a mic? All right. And guess what? The dude got fired, and I congratulate. Uh, not you played yourself, but I congratulate and I praise Tony Khan and AEW for for well, making the right call yeah. here. You know, 
Um, at first I thought like, oh, maybe this guy will get suspended, but no, he got fired and you know, he earned that firing. Uh, I know there's some peckerheads, you know, Mr. Tough guys, tough people on, you know, behind a keyboard and behind their phone saying like, oh, the world is so sensitive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's not that the world is sensitive. It's that we're living, living in a different time now, especially now with all these, uh, acts that are happening in the world against mm -hmm. Asian people, you know, getting attacked and stuff. Why would you make a joke like that, mimicking uh, your women's champion? Like, why would you do that? It makes no sense. It's not about being sensitive and not being able to take a joke. It's just it's not the right time for it. Now, if it was a comedian doing stand-up and making jokes here and there, whatever, that's a little bit different. But this is not a, a comedy show. You're a broadcaster. You're supposed to be calling what you see on TV. And for you to mimic a co-worker, right? Right. Why would you do that? It's not about being living in a sensitive world or anything. That's why I hate when people say, like, oh, this world is so sensitive, right? It's not about being sensitive. It's that we need to move forward and grow as people, and we need to understand that some things that happened before 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we shouldn't repeat that. We, we, we can't be ignorant here, especially with everything else that's happening in the real world. Why would... Why in the right mind? What in the right mind told you to do something like this? It was stupid. I'm not saying this guy. I'm not saying this guy's a racist. I'm not saying that he's he's a racist. But it was just a dumb mistake from him. It cost him his job, and I hope he learns from that and becomes a better person for it. Yeah, it's sickening. It's disgusting. It's it's one of your coworkers. It's one of your own. You have to support the talent when you're a broadcaster, especially. And uh, you know, poor Hikaru Shida, man. I thought. She did a hell of a job on Friday. I mean, with that promo in English. Me too. I thought it was awesome. She was great. Um, I I was talking with Brian from the Royal Rumble. Uh, Royal, Royal Rumble. Royal Ramble. The Ramble uh, Royale. Know, <laughs> Ramble Royale. And, uh, you know, I said, and we both agreed that Cheetah's English got so much better. Yes. Like, it was amazing. And she, you know, it's got to be tough for somebody like her. Every single time uh, she talks and goes out there and has to cut a promo. And, you know, I, from watching the post-pay-per-view, um, you know, press conferences, she's on the call sometimes. Mm -hmm. And she apologizes because her English is not good. And it's like, how hard must it be for her to go out there and answer questions and, and you know, speak English, you know, as good as she does? And I thought she did a hell of a job. So I really feel for her. But I'm glad that AEW took quick action. Yeah, you know? quick it, it, action. I, lo I, I love how you said that. Quick action and not, you know, prolong it or, or you know, for right. months. <laughs> there was no doubt that they were going to do something about it. I knew for sure they were going to do something about it. But the fact that they quickly, they didn't have to investigate it. They didn't suspend him. They just like, oh, you're out of here. Goodbye. Done. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it, again, it's just there's no place for that, man. A Has person like her who's trying, who's trying to learn the English language and be a champion on American television who, you know, and I, I think that she's going to lose the title tonight. But yes. I just want to shout her out because she really has not gotten as much credit as she deserves. Right. Um, she really did a hell of a job. And I know a lot of people are sick and tired of her title reign at this point. I get it. It's I didn't expect her to be champion for a year. But during one of the most uh, unprecedented times, one of the toughest times to be yep. a champion, she did a hell of a job, man. So shout out to Hikaru, Hikaru Shida. I, I'm a big fan of hers. And like I said, I thought her promo was great. And that dude is just... Uh, 
An idiot. He's clueless. He's out of touch. He, he really is. He's just clueless. I'm surprised that he hasn't done a public a public apology yet. Like, at least do, right, ha, right. at least have a decency and do that. Like, listen, right. we all fuck up. I'm not a perfect person at all. No, nobody's perfect. But when you make mistakes, just accept it and be like, I fucked up. I apologize. Do something. And maybe he has done that privately. But since you were, were caught in a hot mic, I think you need to do a public apology. It's just, like, crazy how, you know, I'm 26 and, like, I'm sure other people, like, you know, way younger than this dude, right, know better than to do something like this, like, to mock somebody because they can't speak English. And this guy just thought that was okay. Like, it's not even like you made a mistake. Like, like that's not even like – it's not even like, oh, he accidentally slipped and cursed on air, right, or something like that. No, no, like, this was like – You knew what you were doing. Right, right. You knew, like it, – like, why would you ever think that's okay to do? You know, and, and he was trying to, and what he was trying to do is he was trying to pop his other coworkers like Dasha Gonzalez and right, Thunder Rosa right. that was on commentary. I'm not sure if I always forget the other Spanish dude that that um, Alex Abrahantes. There you go, there you go. Damn, you you nailed that, uh, Ryan. Thank you. But Thank <laughs> but um, my Spanish word. There, there you go. <laughs> no, and even if you listen to the audio clip, you hear Dasha laughing. Uh, awkwardly or whatever, and Thunder Rosa, and, and yeah. Thunder Rosa instantly went to the defense saying, Th- uh, "Thunder Rosa saying like she she speaks English, like stop it or whatever." They were both saying yeah, stop yeah. or whatever, and and I even and to a certain extent, I kind of feel a little bit. I feel a certain type of way towards Dasha too. Not the not because she said anything, because she's not the one saying it, but she kind of laughed, and I feel like she seems like the type of person that probably would apologize to Hukaru Shida because of yeah. the incident. No, I think so. I think it was Thunder Rosa that was laughing a lot more. Dasha at the end was saying something. Um, so I, I saw that. Did you see the official translations of what they were saying? No, so, no. Alex. Alex goes, you know, do Sheeta, but not like impersonate Sheeta. Like go translate what Sheeta's saying, or you know, mm-hmm. and um, and then you know Willie starts doing what he's doing, and Thunder Rosa starts laughing, but like it's and she's like, you know, stop it, stop it, and then she. She literally said, I'm going to throw my pen at you if you don't stop it. Yes, and, then yes. Dasha, and then Dasha says, oh, stop. You're so mean and this stuff. So, like, obviously, they were probably taken back by the fact that he was doing that, too. And, like, what what are they going to say, you know? I could have done without a lot of the laughing because it just makes it seem like uh, they, they were, were playing into it. Right, they were. But yeah. I know that they probably didn't mean it. And Thunder Rosa loves Sheeta, I'm sure. So, mm-hmm. um, you know. But this is what happens, right? Especially with these people. Um English is your second language. So if they're working for AEW, their English is probably as worse than than anything else. And what a lot of people don't understand is when you try to learn another language, and, and I can tell you firsthand, there's a lot of intricacies that go into the English language that do not translate from Spanish, and I'm pretty sure they don't translate over from Japanese, Chinese, or anything Asian, right? So if she's able to express herself like... Don't make fun of that. You know what right. I mean? Like, she's trying a lot harder than a, a lot of people that only speak one language are able to do. Now, with this fucking guy, again, and all the times that, that we've, that I've made fun like that, it doesn't come from a bad place. But you can hear this guy, it was coming from a bad place. You know what I mean? So, and, and I think that's what made it worse. Um, but at the end of the day, fuck that. Uh, if Shinsuke wants to go ahead and, and try to speak, let him do it, man. Because, again, there's some things that translate from Spanish to English, but there's a lot of things that don't translate from Japanese to, to English. Just saying that. So, dale. All right. Uh, one more thing on Hukaru Shida. They did present her with a new AW Women's oh, Championship. A lot and better. it looks a lot better 
compare yeah. to the, the 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 original version of to the, the title. baby belt. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was a baby belt. It, it looks, oh it, it stands out more. <laughs> Ryan, what did you think upgrade. of the title? Such an upgrade. So um, I was so happy that they they got a, a bigger belt. Um, you know, I, I don't know if they heard about the complaints about it or they just realized that yeah, this shit's way too small. And if we're gonna have Rip Baker hold it or anybody else for that matter, it just needs to be a little bit bigger. So, and I love how it's it's gold now. Mm-hmm. It's not silver uh, anymore. The, the main plate. It just looks 10 times better, and it's going to look awesome on Britt Baker tonight. Um, so a huge, it's same design, but huge, huge upgrade. It just needed to be a little bit bigger, that's all. Yeah, I like the title. Uh, let's talk about Dynamite, and then we'll we'll get into Double or Nothing real quick. So Dynamite this week, Friday night, I enjoyed the show for what it was. Um, if you look, if you dig deep into what the show, like the content we got in the show, it was a pretty generic show, right? Like nothing crazy mm-hmm. happened, but... Just the fact that it was a full capacity show, it felt like a big deal. Does that make any sense? It felt like a big show. Like it felt important, even though some of the content that we got in there, I'm not saying that was bad, but it was kind of generic. It was just simple. But it, just that atmosphere and seeing the fans live at full capacity and hearing the crowd, the roar of the crowd, mm-hmm. felt like a big show. The only negative I will say about this, right? And this is more of a personal thing, not necessarily uh, I want everybody to think this way. The only thing I have to point out is, Jesus Christ, man, Florida is a different fucking animal because nobody was wearing their mask over there. Yeah. I, if, if listen, if it was, if my personal opinion, right? I think when you're having an event, whether it's a concert, a show like this, whatever, and there's social distancing, right? And you want to take off your mask, I kind of would be more okay with that. But when you're all together that way, and no one's wearing masks. And some of the camera shots on the people that you focus look like people that don't fucking shower and have bad, you know, B.O. and shit. And they're not wearing masks and you have that hot breath all over there. Dude, it just does not look right. It did the same thing for <laughs> WrestleMania. Whoever, uh, Whoever's doing uh, fucking uh, producing and fucking, um, you know, with those camera angles. Like the people were just, they looked horrendous. So that's the only thing that bothered me. But besides that, I, I enjoyed Dynamite this week. Oh, it's a thing of beauty seeing the whole crowd, uh, you know, there. It wasn't full capacity like it will be tonight, but um, it was so cool to see people sitting on the stage again, like how when they used to run shows at Daly's Place, the pops that some of these guys got, like Darby, uh, Sting, uh, you know, even Britt Baker was so over on Friday night. So it was awesome. It was a thing of beauty. As far as the show goes, really, um, I don't know. It was okay. Really, nothing happened. Um and I knew that going into it, that the card really didn't look all that enticing. And it was just really looked like a filler episode. Like, it, it almost looked like, it's like, all right, like, we're just dying to get to the pay-per-view already. We got nothing else to build. Because it's just like, <laughs> they've already built these matches up already, right? Right. Like nothing else happened. I thought the whole Darby, uh, Sting versus Ethan and, and Scorpio thing with the Dark Order coming out, I thought that was just so unnecessary and not needed. And then, what you know, instead of having the match that we were supposed to get, right, which was the Dark Order versus Ethan and Scorpio, we ended up getting that later on. So we had to see them again. So, like, instead of instead of just killing two birds with one stone in one segment, you know, they could have just had that match right there and be done right, with that. And right. No, we had to see them come out again and, and do that. Listen, I, I just – I'm really over Darby and Sting at this point. I just feel like they need to go their own separate ways. hope tonight's the last time they tag uh, together. I just feel like – I don't know where is it going, and I just don't really care. Uh, I don't really Would care you about have them match. turn on each other? Uh, How would you end it, though? 
I don't know. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I, like, I, I don't, handshake, I like, hey, really nice don't... knowing you. No? I'll tell you what, man. The right, crowd reaction for Sting and Darby was amazing, though. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. listen, it's going to be awesome to see Sting actually wrestling in an arena full of people again because you, we have not seen that since the Night of Champions show. Where and you um, know, you know, and you know you're going to get, you know, you're going to get the Jacksonville crowd saying, "You still got it." Well, more. Oh match. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. My, my favorite fan. So, so how how would you have it end, uh, Ryan? Yeah, honestly, I I don't know. I, I would do something like Sting just says, like, you know what, you don't need me anymore. Um, I don't know, something like that. I would not have one of them turn on each other. I would just okay. have them just split. Just because, you know, it, it doesn't always need to be mm. one guy turning on the other. You yeah. know, I, it doesn't... It, look yeah, at the yeah. New Day in WWE, right? Mm. They'll never turn on each other at this yeah. point. Everybody thought they would at one point. They just kind of split. They went their own separate ways on different shows. Same thing with Scorpio Sky. He just kind of split from SCU. But For no reason. We, uh, that's no a million-dollar question. I still don't understand yeah. why he split from SCU. They never explained it to me. And now yeah. he's paired up... With another guy that was part of another tag <laughs> yeah. team, and they don't even have a tag team name. Uh, Brian, no. Brian is no, saying no. never turn Darby ever. That guy is a baby face for life. I agree. For never turn life. Darby. Yeah, no, no. So I don't really know how you do that, but I just feel like uh, it's just unnecessary to keep moving on with this pairing. But um, yeah, as far as Dynamite goes, I thought it was okay. Like I said some of the segments were a mess. That weigh-in segment, why was that even necessary? I like how in the beginning of the segment, right when Cody was getting when he brought in with a mob of people of the uh, oh, the nightmare God. family big show was standing had his back on the hard cap <laughs> did you catch <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> oh big man. show man now figure out how to use a scale for oh my god they you know? should have gotten oh, somebody they should have had somebody like uh, like somebody like dr dr samson or something doing the gimmick listen wrestling is fake okay you can get away with this shit he could have literally just Move something over to two eighteen, two eighteen. Yeah, that's all you had to, to do. Actually, it. Like, but you know what? Actually, but, but you know what it was. But we also gotta we gotta call a spade a spade, Ryan. Then we would have one of these peckerheads saying like, "Look, it's not even actual weight; it's all the way down on one side." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just feel like next time, Tony, you have the money. Uh, you're buying all these theme songs. How about invest in a digital scale, all right? <laughs> right, right. Jeez, my goodness, my goodness. But what a waste of time, you know. <laughs> Honestly. I just, uh, listen, I understand that they're trying to make this Ogogo guy a star. He's He has to show up and show out tonight because I, up until this point, I could not care less. I'm telling I you, man. see a, a lot of from him tonight and because uh, right now I just don't really care. The only <laughs> the only reason they're putting so much theme on Anthony Ogogo is because he's Conor McGregor Jace. Conor McGregor Jace. Like, that, that's uh, that, that his attitude that attitude of his is Conor McGregor Jays. That's the only reason they're pushing this guy. Now, he has to fucking show tonight to yeah. see if they're going to keep that steam on him. But his attitude, the way he, like his swagger, that's Conor swagger. McGregor. Yeah, yeah, And his swagger, he, he he has potential to look like a star. Right. But I would take the job, the job squad away from him, too. Because when he comes out with freaking Bailey's ex-boyfriend, <laughs> the, guy who, uh, the, 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 the Geico caveman, and uh, the guy who's balding looks like he's like, you know, 50 years old in QT Marshall. I, how can you take that serious? QT Marshall looks like one of these fucking scheme managers with the shirt set he's wearing now. Like, like he looks like another oh, scheme, another scam with him. What a tool bag. Well, I'm telling you, it, this it's the job squad. And I, I can't take that serious at all. So. And also, too, if they're rolling with the one-shot, you know, uh, I hate punch the move. As I the hate knockout. the move. I hate Why it. is he even wrestling a match? How come the bell doesn't ring? He just goes right for him and just, yeah. and just goes to punch him, and, you know, in I the gut. I fucking hate it. Like, 
Like, well, so why is he going to wrestle a whole match for the buildup to just be one punch to be done? I want to—it's so stupid. I want to touch on one more thing that happened on Dynamite, and then we'll we'll predict some of these matches that's going down tonight for Double or Nothing. How the fuck did Hangman bust himself open? Does anybody know? Uh, yeah, good question. I don't know. He was losing a lot of fucking blood in that match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I never went back to watch it. And I think I may have taken my eyes off the screen. I don't really think I missed much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Joey connected with him on some stiff shot or something like that. I don't know. But um, yeah, he was he was pretty busted open. I'm surprised. And I guess we we'll, we could start with the predictions real quick on Double or Nothing. I'm surprised they haven't dubbed this Brian Cage Hangman Page match with Brian defending that FTW title. Like, why is he even carrying the title if he never defends it? Oh yeah, listen, it, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. They never really did anything with it, and I don't see him like you know, who who's gonna hold that title besides Brian Cage because he's Taz's client, you know. So it's like, and then what happens when Cage is no longer Taz's client? I guess the title just goes away. I, I don't even know why he comes out with it anymore. I just 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 don't come out with it. It's I guarantee prop. people will forget it. That's it. all it is. It's a prop. Yeah, but a yeah. prop, it has to do something for you, and this prop is not Use doing it. nothing. Hit somebody he, with it. Well, he's not doing anything with it. That's the problem. And it's and it's almost like he comes out with that championship, right? So why does he need another championship? If he's already a champion, right? He's not an official champion, but he comes out with a belt, so... I kind of wish that this ti- this this match was for the title. I think you could tell a great story with somebody that's not part of Team Taz holding that championship. Like I think it would be it, Listen, would, be, it would be a better story. I agree, man. Listen, I love AEW. Um, this pay per view tonight is going to be long, very long, because the match there's like nine matches on this card. Ten, with the, ten with the pre show. Ten with the pre show. Anthony Agogo and Cody. That's easily dynamite main event worthy. We've already seen Hangman and Brian Cage um, wrestle on dynamite, so I don't really think. It was needed to put this on pay-per-view. It's going to be a good match, but I just don't really think it's it's necessary. A mm-hmm. um, couple of other matches that I just don't really think belong on this pay-per-view. You could easily cut this down to a six-match show, and um, everything would flow a lot better. But tonight, we're going to get a long, drawn-out pay-per-view like we've seen from AEW. <clears throat> and, you know, it's it's quality over quantity, man. So this is what we're going to do. Instead of break going down through the whole card, we're going to just focus on some of the, the main matches. How about that? You cool with that, Ryan? It works, yeah. That works All right, let's start with... Uh, the Casino Battle Royale. Who do you think is going to win it, and who do you think is going to be the Joker card? Oh, jeez. Uh, God, I would even have to look back to see who's even in this match. All right, I'll read you the names. Okay, go ahead. Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Penta, my guy, that I'm not uh, I'm not saying that that's me or not me, all right? Uh, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, Allegedly. Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, The Blade, Evil Uno, Cocabana, Preston 10, Vance. Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Nick Camarado, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and then you have the Joker card. Right, so many jobbers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, man, I don't know. I would probably give the edge to Christian, right? I mean, he's the only, one of the only, you know, there's a few others, like Matt Hardy I could see winning. But what is this? This is for like a a shot at a championship, right? Championship, yep. The world title. Yep. QT Marshall. Ugh. Listen, yeah, right? if I'm oh going my with my, if I'm going with my heart, I want Penta to win. Okay, I want oh, I, I want that. a legit Penta Kenny Omega feud. All right, because I thought their all in match was fucking excellent. That's what I want. Oh yeah. But I don't yeah, think yeah. that's gonna happen. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a toss-up. It's the, really hard to predict the, uh, like this. I think, you know, a safe bet is Christian Cage. But you know what? Yeah. You got Jungle Boy in there. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of steam behind Jungle Boy. I think you can make the argument for that. Um, also, you got the Joker card. I know a lot yeah, of... Who do you think is going to be the Joker, man? Because this hasn't Look, really... There's a lot, nobody that... A lot of people oh, are saying that's going to be Big Show. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, but, I can definitely see that. Yeah. But you know who's my pick to be the Joker card? Who? El Idolo. Andrade. Ooh. Okay. I like it. That's my that, pick. That that would be something. And honestly, now you just got me hyped because I'm trying to think of who on the independence is a possibility. There hasn't really been any rumored names. You know, there's no big guys that like, you know, AEW is going to be signing. Andrade is a good possibility. Um, but I do think that Big Show is a really good possibility to be in this too. I, I, I really think... Um, no! <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm gonna go with the big show. You can go with Andrade. I'm gonna go. Madre with, que te parió, hijo de la remil puta. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like that makes that makes a lot of sense. You know, but Brian, hey, I'm hoping it's Andrade. Royal, Royal Ramble. Uh, my boy Brian, he's saying Nick Gage. I would love for it to be Nick Gage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't Wishful think. Thinking. I don't think. Um, he's um. Uh, not that he's not worthy, but I don't think he's AEW. He's not material. meant for TV. Yeah, he's not meant for TV. Unless it's like a vice uh dark side <laughs> That's of the ring. Heavily edited, yeah. Right. But <laughs> hey, listen, man, if somehow, even if it's it, just for a it one off. Could be, though. If it's just for a one off, if you hear that Metallica from the Bell Tolls, then then yo, that crowd will lose their mind. So so hear me out. It could be. Because it's a- on pay per view. It's on pay per view. One, AEW is trying to get more eyes on the product. <laughs> the guy was just featured on Dark Side of the Ring. You have a lot of people that have no idea who these wrestlers are, and now they're following them. It could be. Imagine if fucking Nick Gage shows up and just turns the whole battle royal into a death match. Could it be. It would be hilarious. Bro. It would be hilarious. Okay, but who would you have in the ring? You know, uh, Goldust is down to get. The All right, so from the, from the <laughs> I'll tell you right oh. now. So from the people that should be in the ring for if Nick Gage is somehow this, and this is all hypothetical. I do not believe this is going to happen. Come on, no, come no, on, let's go. Yeah. But if we're it just was having some fun, right? Here. I could see got us all hyped up. I know. No I could see <laughs> Dustin Rhodes, Penta. Yep, yep. he's mm-hmm. okay getting bladed. Penta will be down to do it. QT Marshall, he's got nothing to lose. Just throw all the jobbers in there and just throw, just let them get their SP by light tubes. <laughs> throw, throw the Geico caveman out there, whatever his name is. I can see, you know what? I can see Matt Hardy uh, bleeding for Nick Gage. Yeah. Because, again, you got to build Hardy new stars. Matt Hardy doing the job for Nick Gage. I wow. can... <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hardy's going to look at that and be like, I, I ain't going over there. I ain't going to AEW. All right. All right. Check, oh, check it out. You like God. that new look? Or you like that one better? No, I like the one. That, I don't like the new look. You like this one? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Don't leave it alone, Leo. Trying some shit. Listen. Dale. <laughs> All right. <laughs> women's title match. Hikaru Shida defending the women's championship against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Listen, Hikaru Shida has had a great run. You know, she, like you said, she's carried that women's title during troubling times of the pandemic, and she's held the title for the year. And, hey, she's holding a new title right now, the new, the new design, the new look, the updated version of the women's championship, but it's time. She did an incredible job. And I'm not saying somewhere down the line she can't be women's champion again. But Britt Baker deserves this title, and you got to make the move. You put it on Britt Baker. 
Yeah, for sure. I think this is a foregone conclusion. It's very obvious. It's 100% happening. I'll put money down on it. If you're betting on this show, put money down on Britt because it's this is our time. And she's about to carry this women's division um, into a new era, as as Tony Khan has, has said a bunch of times uh, while promoting this pay-per-view on Busted Open and on the AEW Unrestricted podcast. Even Britt Baker said it on, on Friday in her promo. Uh, she's going to carry this women's division into the future, and it's time. And they've done a great job building her up. She just became a massive star over the past year and a half. Um, from where she started to where she is now, it's unbelievable the amount of uh, transition that she has really gone through. She is fantastic. Did you hear the pop for the DMD on Friday night? Yeah. She said it in her promo. Yep. Unfreaking real. She's so over. The crowd's going to pop for her when this happens. And, um, She's going to get a new shiny championship that looks amazing. And mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Britt Baker's reign on top of the women's division because it's time. And like you said, and like I said earlier, shout outs to Hikaru Shida. She did a tremendous job. But I just feel like, you know, <laughs> a year of being champion is one hell of an accomplishment. But that year is is over. And um, it's time for Britt Baker to take over, baby. Bay Bay. All right. Ah, I see what you did there. Ah, I got it. I got uh, it. Sorry. The Young Bucks sorry. defending those tag team champions championships against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I think this match is going to be really, really good, but there's no way in how Young Bucks are, are dropping those tag titles. Don't get me wrong. I would not be mad with Moxley and Eddie Kingston holding those tag straps, but I just don't see it happening. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, man. I I don't see it happening, but I, I would love if that happened. I just feel like those two would be so much fun as yep. tag team champions. Me too. I think they're awesome. It gives Moxley something to do right now. It gives Eddie something to do. I love how they you know, went from feuding and, and hating each other with this blood feud, and now they're best buds again, and they're, they're uh, tag team together. I think it's perfect. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Mox and, and the Young Bucks in there, yep. and as well as Eddie. Uh, so it's going to be a fun match, but yeah, I don't see the Bucks dropping these belts. I feel like this is going to be probably a Fugazi type of finish, because that's what the Bucks have been doing. Um, but man... Imagine Eddie and Mox's tag oh, champs. That'd be so much fun. They have so much great chemistry, man. They're, they're Dude, so, they do. Their promos they're, are awesome. They're so comfortable with each other. And you could tell they're yeah. legit friends. It's not just for the for on camera stuff. Like they're legit friends. They're best buds. So and, and Mox is like so much like you could tell like his personality and his like he just he's so comfortable. Not yes. that he's not like when he's fine, but he's so comfortable with Eddie in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And you don't see that really with, with, with anybody else. No. No. So um, yeah, man, I'm excited for this match and we'll see how it goes, but I'm going with the Young Bucks. All right. The world title match. Kenny Omega defending the world title against Orange Cassidy and Pac. Let me tell you something. This past week on Dynamite, just the, the, the little tease they gave us of Orange Cassidy holding that world title. I don't see it happening, but I see it happening somewhere down the line. I'm not saying necessarily he'll be Kenny Omega, but I can see Orange Cassidy being a world champion somewhere down the line, but Kenny Omega, He's uh he's retaining here. I don't know, man. I listen, I'm a big Orange Cassidy fan. I just don't think they I mean maybe somewhere down the line. I don't know. I just feel like if he ever held the world championship, to me it would be viewed as a joke. Uh again, I'm a huge fan, don't get me wrong, but right. a guy like that just isn't seen as world championship material, unfortunately. And I just feel like it would I mean, well, obviously the Peckerheads would be out, man. Especially the WWE Peckerheads, they'd be all over this, so talking about what a joke it is and all that shit. Uh, I just don't know if I would ever pull the trigger on that. TNT Championship, okay. World title, <laughs> I'm not so sure. 
But um, okay, let me just put just let me just paint this picture for you real quick. Paint it. Paint it. Paint it. Let and I'm just saying all out for example, just all out. All right, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but let's say we have Kenny Omega versus Orange Cassidy, right? Orange Cassidy wins. You know the roar. Oh yeah. At all oh, yeah. out, bro. Oh. Bro, everybody's gonna lose their minds. L- listen, Orange Cassidy's a draw, man. No, it's true. It's true. I'm speaking from my my own personal how I would view that. But yeah, I mean, he is over, man, and and there's no denying that. Um, this match, though, I'm really looking forward to it. I think the three ways gonna be a lot of fun. But there's no chance in hell Kenny Omega's dropping this. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It is he's just like it's not even a possibility of happening. I hope he. I hope. He's wearing all the belts, you know. I hope he's just like rocking yeah, all the belts. I yeah. hope he just comes out, you know, just draped the titles. All right, the match I'm looking forward to the most, and I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I'm looking forward to this match, and that's the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle in a Stadium Stampede match, part de. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited for this match. Uh, you know, after what we saw on Dynamite. Inner Circle's going over, dude. There's no way the Inner Circle's breaking up. They just put out a new shirt like a couple weeks ago. There's no way they're they're breaking up. No way. Yeah, yeah, no way. Um, this is going to continue the feud, too. I don't see it ending here. I think they end up one more match because, you know, it's going to be the rubber match because each team already has one win under their belts. I don't know what that match is. Um, maybe the Pinnacle ends up going over in the end. I feel like they should to establish themselves as the next big faction in AEW. Um, but yeah, there's no way, and I would not break them up, especially after this segment this week. I love the inner circle together. I don't think they should break up. Um, and you know what? I am actually getting a little bit more excited for this. Because there you go. There you go. I knew we were going to win Ryan yeah, over. Yeah. There you go. After listening to Jericho <laughs> talk about Ryan. it and how it's going to be vastly different, it's not going to be comedy. <laughs> yes! 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 I knew we were going to win yes! Ryan over. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he the way he's been talking about it, how it's going to be different, and um, Tony Khan has hyped it up too and said it's going to be a unique aspect for the live crowd. They're going to do different things. Um, you know, it, it, the match is going to main event. Obviously, there's no doubt about that. After mm-hmm. what we got this past week to close out the show, it's it's obviously the biggest match mm-hmm. on on the card without a doubt. And um, you know, I'm looking forward to see how this goes. And you know, it's not going to be pre-taped. I, I, some of it's going to be live. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. So, so yeah, I just don't think the inner circle loses this. There's no chance in hell they're gonna win. They're gonna send the fans home happy. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into it now. I'm what into it, motorized vehicle are they gonna use? <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't because you uh, used a golf cart already? Didn't um, you used a horse? Didn't the revival used to come up, come out with that old school pickup truck looking oh, gimmick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then they show cool. up in that pickup truck. Yeah. At the beginning, like the first time they showed up, mm-hmm. hey, I think I, I think um, like I said, I, I stand by my words. I think they're going <laughs> to give us something different. I think we're going to enjoy yeah. it. Uh, a I helicopter. Not, I don't think this is no. going to be a miss whatsoever. <laughs> I do not think so at all. I think it's, this match hey, is going to be great. Maybe maybe they get like like the guy that that like paraglided into the Tyson fight, like in the nineties. Remember a guy he was like on a on a fucking parachute with a big ass thing in the back, like just flying in. No, no, okay. No! <laughs> <laughs> What's old is new. You never know. <laughs> well, that, well, that's it, man. That's uh, it. That's it, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, a little bit of a short show uh, today. Yeah, you know, quick. Ryan, uh, Ryan got we, some stuff to do. We but we finished four minutes before we had to. Yeah, but uh, what you call it? Uh, stay tuned tonight because after Double or Nothing, Doble. it's the return 
of our, their instant react show on Instagram Live with special guests. And we'll leave it like that. Right, Ryan? Can, can you have three people yeah, on man. the call? Can you have three people or just two? We could have another person. So, okay. no, so if I'm well, awake. Will, yeah. <laughs> what, are you trying to come on, Leo? Are you trying to come I don't know. If you guys, maybe you guys want to have me or yeah, something. Maybe, yeah, maybe we could get three people <laughs> on yeah, there. Yeah, we could. you could do three people on yeah. there now, I that, believe, because I'm going to be with people. So it's not like we're going to be doing it. Yeah. Like there's going to be just me and me okay. and Mario, but like okay. I'm going to be with Expect people. Expect the start of the feed to yeah. already be shenanigans with yeah. this group. Yeah. All yeah. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> and especially we're going to be hyped up after that show. <laughs> You know, uh, as the old man of the show, you know what I mean. My bedtime is usually like ten thirty, but you know I could extend it a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. This, uh, it's gonna. The paper is gonna end around midnight. Yeah. Leo, so, so, uh, listen, oh, we're no, gonna. Fuck that, obviously. But listen, <laughs> I am, I am very excited for the show. I'm also excited to to do the instant react. So make sure you tune right after the pay per view. We're gonna do an instant react show or talk yep. about all things double or nothing. And yeah, that's about it. Ryan, let me get your plugs in, dude. Hell yeah, man. At Lucha Outsiders on Twitter, where I am a straight shooter and 10 times better than Seth Rollins could ever be on the Twitter machine. Uh, at Royal underscore Ramble underscore Wrestling on Instagram. And Wrestle Radar on Instagram and Twitter. And Wrestling Radar on YouTube. And at Ryan underscore Monterano on Instagram and Twitter, if you care enough. Oh, man, Leo. And you don't care. <laughs> I don't uh, care. <laughs> you guys can go to Lucha Outsiders right now and get yourself the hat that Mario is wearing. Um, the hat is available right now. You guys can go ahead and get it. Just go to LosRadio.com and follow everything that we're doing. Uh, and show for I don't know. Whatever. Just, I'm here. <laughs> Producing. <laughs> okay. Just making shit happen. All right. Like Leo said, our link is on our That's link tree hat. to get the hat, the That's official hat. Lucha Outsiders hat. It's great quality. I love the hat. Nice. Uh, a couple of people have already had gotten the hat. So, uh, yeah. you know, can I, can I get a free hat? Can I get a free? No? Can I get a free uh, hat? Nah. Can I get a free hat? No, because you already have one. Oh, okay. All right. Where is it? Oh, here it is. <laughs> let, me, let me put it on when the show's over. Right. So <laughs> make sure you cop the hat. Like I said, once they're gone, they will be gone. All right. Also, you can follow me at RadarSense87. But make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you miss anything mm. or everything on today's episode, make sure you down subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you want to be fancy. Apple Podcasts, tune in. La Mezcla app, LoshRadio.com, Stitcher, and Spotify. iHeartRadio. iHeart. Wherever you get your podcast needs. And that is it. Look, that could be a foreshadow of tonight. You can either have zombies or you can have Nick Cage show up. I don't think we're going to have zombies <laughs> on Double or Nothing. Yo, there's fucking uh, cable. I would, not be, I would not be opposed to a troll job or some zombie. So no, what? Zombie. <laughs> if AW was to troll uh, WWE. I don't want fun. zombies, but listen, I'll, I'll be, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I would be kind of hyped if Nick A just ended up being the Joker card and just went into business for himself and just turned the Battle Royal into a death match. Oh, dude. I, I would pop so huge. That would be good. It would be hilarious. It would be fucking hilarious. But yeah, like I said, guys, tune in after Double Nothing tonight. We'll be live on Instagram. Myself, our Double Ryan Radar with friends, with special guests. We'll be with on friends. the uh, Instagram live, and we're going to cover all things Double or Nothing. Hell yeah, man. I can't wait. Hopefully, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about when it's all said and done. Hopefully, I don't come on the feed disappointed again. Dude, hopefully you <laughs> will be depressed and you just look like... Like I don't know, man. You look really arm. sad, bro. He, he looked like how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan looked defeated when we got into the Instagram live after Revolution, bro. 
defeated. Yeah. I was. Let's hope, let's hope it's not the same thing tonight. I don't think it will. No, no, no. I, I, think, I, I think we're going to be hyped. I think we're going to be hyped. I have a good feeling about it. I'm telling you, man. Stadium Stampede 2 will mm-hmm. not disappoint. Mark it down. Bold prediction. And we didn't even talk about Ric Flair on the boat with uh, part of the Ingobert Narbalist. Dale. All right. For the old man, Leo. Yeah. For our double Ryan Radar. I'm yours truly, Mr. Rated R. Till next time, keep it rated R and stay too sweet. Good bow. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>